Extraordinary Ordinary People, A Memoir of Family, Chapter 1, by Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice is a professor and scholar of political science at Stanford University. She has also served in government. She was the first female national security advisor from 2001 to 2005 and the first female African-American Secretary of State from 2005 to 2009. This excerpt is from the very beginning of her memoir, Extraordinary Ordinary People, a Memoir of Family. By all accounts, my parents approached the time of my birth with great anticipation. My father was certain that I'd be a boy and had worked out a deal with my mother. If the baby was a girl, she would name her, but a boy would be named John. Mother started thinking about names for her daughter. She wanted to a name that would be unique and musical. Looking to Italian musical terms for inspiration, she at first settled on Andantino but realizing that it translated as slow, moving slowly, she decided that she didn't like the implications of that name. Allegro was worse because it translated as fast, and no mother in 1954 wanted her daughter to be thought of as fast. Finally, she found the music terms condolence and condolenza, meaning with sweetness, Deciding that an English speak that an English speaker would never recognize the hard C saying doki instead of dosh. My mother doctored the term. She settled on condolence. Meanwhile, my father prepared for John's birth. He bought a football and served and several other pieces of sports equipment. John was going to be an all-American running back or perhaps a linebacker. My mother saw she felt labor pains on Friday night, November 12th, and was rushed to the doctor. Dr. Plump, the black pediatrician who delivered most of the black babies in town, explained that it was probably just anxiety. He decided nonetheless to put mother in the hospital where she could rest comfortably. The public hospitals were completely segregated in Birmingham. With the Negro wards, no private rooms were available. In the basement, there wasn't much effort to separate maternity cases from patients with other kinds of illnesses. And by all accounts, the accommodations were pretty grim. As a result, mothers who could get in preferred to birth their babies at Holy Family, the Catholic hospital that segregated white and Negro patients, but at least had something of a maternity ward and private rooms. Mother checked into Holy Family that night. Nothing happened on Saturday or early Sunday morning. Dr. Blump told my father to go ahead and deliver his sermon at the 11 o'clock church service. This baby isn't going to be born for quite a while, he said. He was wrong. When my father came out of the pulpit at noon on November 14th, his mother was waiting for him in the church office. Johnny, it's a girl. Daddy was floored. A girl, he asked. How could it be a girl? He rushed to the hospital to see the new baby. Daddy told me that the very first time he saw me in the nursery, 
The other babies were just lying still, but I was trying to raise myself up. Now I think it's doubtful that an hour's an hours old baby was strong enough to do this, but my father insisted the story was true. In any case, he said that his heart melted at the sight of his baby girl. From that day on, he was a feminist. There was nothing that his little girl couldn't do, including learning to love football.